Hello everyone and welcome back to Little Slice of Everything. So today we are specifically talking about Disney princesses. What may have sparked this, you may ask? I actually just rewatched Mulan. I went kind of on a whole rant on Twitter about Disney princesses. In my YouTube recommended, there was like a... It was like a like worst Disney sequels thing and honestly I have some things to say about that. We will get there. So first off, I just want to say I recorded like eight minutes of this podcast, had to pause so I just stopped it and it would not play back so you will be missing some of my genuine reactions once we get into talking about The Little Mermaid but I will go over what went through my brain at that time during the original recording that freaking didn't work because you know we're ratchet here i do not have podcast equipment so i'm using literally my apple headphones voice memos you could probably tell by the quality nevertheless let's just discuss the princesses so i think i have all of them here i've done my research for once in my life so we have ariel jasmine aurora Belle, Merida, Tiana, Rapunzel, Cinderella, Pocahontas, Mulan, Snow White, Anna, and Elsa, and Moana. So first off, I just want to clarify, I have not seen Brave, I have not seen Moana. I just, you know, I didn't care to watch them. It's not, I'm sure they're good movies, I just, it does not spark my interest, don't really care right now. Now, in the past, I have seen Sleeping Beauty, Snow White, Pocahontas, but yeah, I would not remember enough from those movies. I watched it a long, long time ago. Like, literally the last time I watched them was when I was a kid. They certainly were not my favorite movies at all. So first off, I want to say, here's kind of my princess ranking, and I have a main four because I don't really care about ranking the other princesses that I don't care about. So we have number one, Mulan, number two, Belle number three ariel and number four jasmine those were the ones you know i watched the movies over and over again i love the princesses i had like i used to have a freaking mulan baby doll and a jasmine baby doll i don't have the jasmine one anymore but i actually just found the mulan one so my daughter mulan saved china i'm so proud of her for that so now let's get into the movies so first, let's talk about Little Mermaid. So first of all, just in general, made me want to be a mermaid. Don't know how I ever thought that would be possible one day, but I'm sure we've all like done the thing like where you put your legs together and pretend like you have fins or something like that, uh, but you don't, and it's impossible to swim in the pool like that. Uh, if you can, good for you. Uh, I did not master that. Couldn't even master real swimming, let alone mermaid swimming. Also. Did anybody else see the blonde version? It was like the knockoff version of Ariel, but she was blonde. Uh, don't remember much about it. I can picture what it looks like, but you know, this was back in the VCR days. So if there's people who are like slightly younger than me listening to this, you may not recall. Now this may be a controversial, this may be controversial statement here, but I liked the second Little Mermaid the best. Like, listen, nothing against the OG Little Mermaid. But personally, I rewatched The Little Mermaid 2 more. I freaking loved that movie. We will get into that. But first, let's just kind of discuss Little Mermaid numero uno. So, first of all, I rewatched this a few years ago. I don't exactly remember it, but 
Um, I had written down some like funny things about it, like in my notebook, like when I actually like plan on doing a blog post on it, but I never did that because too much work and forgot about it. Um, so first of all, Ariel has like a shit ton of sisters. Like first, I keep saying first of all, and then keep saying first of all, and first of all, and first of all. So here's the thing. Did they ever talk about where her mom is? Because I literally do not remember, nor did I look it up. So if anyone knows what happened to Ariel's mom, I'm assuming maybe she died. Like did Ursula kill her or something? Who knows? Uh, maybe she got stuck in a, I was trying to make a like global warming. Wait, no. <laughs> to say global warming but i was talking about what are the freaking things called that keep the sodas like in a six pack together that's not global warming that's just pollution um wait it's considered pollution right yeah i think so um wow i'm so smart guys anyways <laughs> um what i was going to say about that is was the mom is that the mom to all the kids or is king triton like a sugar daddy I would like to know the history on that. Second of all, here's the thing where it ties into the original podcast. I really just got through like um, Little Mermaid. But whilst I was talking about this, I was like, wait, how do mermaids give birth? Because I just don't understand it. I looked it up, couldn't really find it. Someone was saying like they're kind of like because they're like fish, you would maybe assume that, you know, how like they, I don't know their eggs come out and then like the sperm of the what you call it actual fish like just fertilize the eggs from there but then someone was saying like or if you're like thinking they're more human then they do give birth but also like where does it come out of which hole and also here's the thing when i was on google you know how it has like all the other questions that people ask it was like do mermaids have belly buttons i was like does ariel have a belly button and she does and then you think back to like the birthing thing like how the umbilical cord is like connected to your belly button when you're born so does that they must give like birth to real babies and not like hatch babies but also like i still don't understand and still do not have clarity on as to where it comes out of because like their bottom half is just like a fin like i don't think that opens up anywhere i don't think there's a hole <laughs> for that um but you know what we may never know ew imagine if you oh wait no i was like imagine if they had to like had it come out of their mouth because like what other hole is there there's their ears nose and mouth nasty nasty i was gonna say what if they had to oh did i just say that wow my attention span is just as wonderful as ariel in this movie anyways what i was saying is i can't imagine they'd have to get birth by mouth because like you would choke you know onto the actual plot of the movie um, honestly, Ariel falling in love with the first cute guy she sees is honestly relatable. I mean, we've all done that when we were 16 years old. Who can blame her? One honorable mention I would like to make is Scuttle is kind of an icon. We love Scuttle. We love, uh, Freak, Sebastian, Flounder, great guys. Scuttle, though, I feel like he's, like, dumb, but he's funny. But yeah, just honorable mention. I really love Scuttle. Now let's get to the second movie for those who may not know or have forgotten. Basically, the scene opens where Ariel and Eric, they have their baby, which is named Melody, and they're on a boat, they're at sea, whatever. King Triton is like, I don't know, rocketing up from the water to see his granddaughter. Basically, Morgana, which 
She is like the skinnier sister to Ursula, also evil. She's like, bitch, I'ma take your baby. Wait, I'm, did she want the baby? I literally don't remember. I think she really wants like King Triton's. Is it called a Triton? Is that what she stole? King Triton's Triton? Trident. That's what it's called. Trident. Like the gum. Trident. So yeah, basically that. And so basically they're like, crap, we cannot let our daughter Melody see the ocean. They just live in the castle. They made like walls so she can't go into the ocean. All that jazz, but jokes on them because she sneaks out to the ocean like as she gets older. Just kind of how she gets into the whole predicament of like wanting to be a mermaid. So it's kind of like opposite of Ariel. It goes from human to mermaid makes a deal with Morgana, all that ish. Scuttle was there. Sebastian was also in this movie. Flounder. Wait, doesn't he, he has kids in this movie? That's kind of funny. But I really like kind of uh, Melody sidekicks too. They're like a walrus and a penguin. Like, honestly, so cute. Love that. Also, the whole thing about how she didn't know, like, basically Morgana made a deal with, what's her name? Melody. Wow, literally just talked about this two seconds ago and can't remember for shit and I have notes in front of me. So Melody, whatever deal she had with Morgana, I literally don't remember. Basically, they she wanted Melody to go and steal the trident because obviously she wanted to be like queen of the sea, all that. But she didn't know it was stealing from her G-pop. So, you know what? It was a good movie. I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. I didn't really see like any issues with it, so... This is where I want to say, like, they said The Little Mermaid 2 was, like, worse. I'm like, are you kidding me? It was better, if not just as good. Um, so I will not accept any criticism. Is that the right word? I will not accept any Little Mermaid 2 hate. And if you do, you can get the freak out of here. I had a computer game, a CD-ROM game. Yeah, kids, never heard of those before, I'm sure. And it was about The Little Mermaid 2, and it was so freaking fun. There was, like, this game where you had to, like, escape Morgana, and it was, like, in the ice. Oh my god, it was so freaking good. Like, honestly, I love... Uh, computer games were so, so good back then. I mean, it really makes you think of a simpler time. So next is the princess. Let's talk about Belle. Listen, I loved Belle. I was her for Halloween a couple times. She was super smart. That was really awesome. Obviously, I know as you get older, you realize kind of weird that she fell in love with the beast. We all know. Kind of weird, you know, because it's kind of like abusive relationship in a sense, like not physically, but kind of emotionally because like, bitch, he's locking you like in a castle. Like, Granted, he hasn't had human interaction, but he also was, like, a spoiled brat his entire life, so I don't know. Like, good for her for turning him around, but, like, also, that's not how we should live our lives. But you know what? It is what it is. Lots of controversy on that. Controversy? I wish I could talk. I mean, I know it's a movie, but the fact that she was barely phased by the talking furniture? Can't really. Uh, I'm sure, like, if my furniture started talking to me, I would be afraid. Imagine if your furniture talked to you. Like, you could never be alone in your home. You know what I mean? Like, if furniture was talking to you. I also wanted to mention, in case anyone else is out there who has also seen the Enchanted Christmas version of Belle, saves Christmas, she loves Christmas, love that for her. Was anybody else, like, scared by Forte? Like, honestly, as a kid, he scared the shit out of me. For those who don't know, so Forte was, like, his organ piano player, so Forte was essentially, like, a large-ass, scary-ass organ. Like, literally freaking scary. 
and like Belle was like the good person she was like trying to bring Christmas cheer and Forte's like bitch don't let her walk all over you and he like wants to make this peace and like kiss the beast's ass and all that shit like bitch who do you think you are you're an organ you can't even move like get the fuck out of here you know what i think that's enough said let's move on to my daughter mulan here's the thing loved the first and the second i will not accept criticism on the second movie i have not rewatched it in a long time i think there was always like a thing like is mulan technically a princess but like honestly all the girls who like are in disney movies are considered princesses now she was not a princess no but she deserves that status because let me tell you why First of all, and by the way, one time I was talking to my mom about this and I literally started sobbing, and this is before I had even rewatched Mulan, but it was just, it's just powerful. Like, Mulan is powerful. She freaking took her father's place in war, secretly, because obviously she wouldn't be allowed to, and I'm sure her father wouldn't have let her, without anybody knowing. And she knew the fact that she was going to war, and she was not trained for war at the time. She could have very well died. But she didn't because she's a kick-ass woman. Then, she got caught. Somehow, she was- oh yeah, I was gonna say somehow she was allowed to live, but that's because she saved Shang's life. So he was like, here, I'll throw you a bone. Even when she got exposed, she found out info and went back to save and warn Shang and the rest of China. Like, she'd beat- what was his name? I don't freaking know. The Hun? She freaking went kicked his ass and saved fucking China. Cinderella cannot relate. So like, queen of freaking China. Like, are you kidding me? Mulan is the most superior Disney princess that there freaking is. Also, let's just mention the Ping and Shang thing. It's so funny. I never actually thought about this. Obviously, I didn't think about this when I was younger, but just like how it was brought up Shang and Ping almost had a flirty thing going on, but like it's not like Shang knew that Ping was actually Mulan, so I'm just gonna leave that unsaid and for you to interpret. Next, let's get to Jasmine. Uh, loved Aladdin, I know I watched it. Uh, I had seen- there was definitely a sequel, right? Like, I definitely remember there being one. Couldn't tell you what it was about. I like Jasmine as a Disney princess as well. Not much to say other than I enjoyed it, it was a good movie. Mulan, Belle, and Ariel were like my top three. Jasmine would be like number four. One thing I did want to mention, if anybody is, you know, who enjoyed Aladdin is- and say older, but I can't imagine a five-year-old be, would be listening to this podcast. If anybody is not familiar with this group named Star Kid, they basically are like a musical theater group and they do various plays on YouTube. You should definitely check out their channel. They have a play called Twisted, which is based off of Aladdin. It's kind of, well, it is twisted, that is for sure. Uh, Jafar's kind of a good guy, but he's misunderstood. And then, of course... Aladdin's a fuckboy and it's honestly iconic. It's so freaking funny. So it kind of takes like a different story on Aladdin and it's hilarious and the music is phenomenal. I freaking love it. Uh, definitely go watch Twisted on YouTube. Now some mentions I wanted to say. Um, the Princess and the Frog, which I believe was the one Tiana was in. Um, I did see that once and I enjoyed it. I just, you know, I mean, to be honest, I'm not really a movie person, so I'm not like, oh my god, I need to rewatch that movie a gazillion times. I'm more of a TV show person, so forgive me if I'm, like, indifferent about any of these movies. 
It was a good movie, I just didn't care. Same with Frozen. It was a good movie, I just didn't care. It was really overhyped too. Like, it almost had me wanting to, like, watch it more. Like, I almost watched it a second time. Like, wait, I don't actually care about Frozen. Why am I trying to watch it another time? And I mean, obviously I'm older, so, like, where Belle may have been the equivalent for us as kids, Frozen is the new Belle, pretty much. Good for them, but I just don't care. Last but not least, I just want to talk about Cinderella. Listen, I did not like Cinderella. Blonde Cinderella can go fly a motherfucking kite because I don't give a ish. I never liked Cinderella. I remember like when Demi Lovato said Cinderella was her favorite Disney princess. I'm like, girl, why? Why? When Mulan saved China and Cinderella is your freaking favorite Disney princess? But listen, I just never, it was not interesting to me at all. Now, if we're talking the real Cinderella, what I consider to be my Cinderella, and any other one is irrelevant. Cinderella with Brandy and Whitney. You know what I am talking about. That was my Cinderella. That is a Cinderella I watched over and over and over and over again and sang the songs and memorized the soundtrack. That was my all-time favorite Cinderella. It is the only Cinderella that exists as far as I am concerned literally listen to it i mean it's iconic like how did a black woman and a white woman make an asian boy but i mean who are we to say in my editing of this i have now realized that i just said black woman and white woman um i did of course mean uh white man but you know what that would have made an even more interesting storyline but you know what i'm talking about listen kid movies were not supposed to be rational um, but it really was iconic. The diversity in that movie, love that. And I think, like, that's amazing. Tiana was the first black princess there was. So that was kind of the brandy version of Cinderella, at least, like, the first black princess that, you know, girls of color could watch and probably connect to much more. Actually, that's all I forgot about Jasmine, but, like, she's, like, Middle Eastern. So we'll keep going with, like, she's still the first, like, black princess. As far as live action, it's not live action. What do you call it? I don't freaking know. Um, the people version is. Now, the live action Cinderella also did not like. Also did not like. So not a fan. Get out of here. Like I said, like, honestly, the Brandy version is the only version that matters. Then we get into the modern Cinderella's. Listen, I loved, you know, another Cinderella story. We got Hillary, we got Selena Gomez, we got Lucy Hale. I did not watch the Sophia Carson one, but at least the first three I really enjoyed. I definitely will not be watching at least the Selena Gomez one again. I watched the heck out of that. The heck out of that, because I was a big Selena. And I am a big Selena fan, so I watched that a ton back in the day, but I just don't need to see it again. But those were also good too, but that's the more modern version, you know, where like Selena loses her like Zune pod or whatever the frick it was. It was like she loses her iPod at a party or some shit. With Drew Seeley, oh my god, I just listened to a new classic today. Iconic. Iconic! Thank you so much for listening to Little Slice of Everything. Quick reminder to feel free to follow little slice podcast on twitter and little slice of everything on instagram for any updates or any fun highlight snippets